0: There is a thin veil that protects humanity from the horrors and darkness of the other. Within the other lives everything that our minds can bring to imagination. Or maybe it is not imagination at all and just a thinly veiled reality that our mind cannot believe to be true. The veil is the will of humanity to protect the innocent from the dangerous and the horrible, a pursuit to ensure that the darkness of the other does not consume the world. The Vanguard are those who uphold the Veil, who know the truth of the horrors and fight it every day to protect the innocent. They must ensure that the balance is maintained and the darkness held at bay. We are the Vanguard of the Veil. Welcome, everyone, to another session of the Vanguard of the Veil, a Monster of the Week actual play podcast powered by the Apocalypse System. I am your keeper, Fred, and my pronouns are he, him, and joining with us today, Josh. Josh.
1: Hi, it's me. I'm Josh. I play spin, and uh, both of us use the uh, he, him pronouns this time.
0: So, <laughs> Steph.
2: Hi, I'm Steph. I play Artemisia, and both of our pronouns are she, her.
3: Alex. Hi, I'm Alex. I play uh, Deandra, and uh, Deandra is
4: she, her, and I am whatever. I use all pronouns.
0: And Matthew. Hey,
4: everybody. I play Professor Gunderson, and our pronouns are he, him.
0: All right. So, you guys are all at the beach. And
4: <laughs> I'm wearing an old-timey onesie swimsuit. I am l- lathered. Lathered. <laughs> in sunscreen. I
2: have one of those umbrellas with, like, lace all the way to the bottom, so I'm just, like, yeah. am completely hiding from the sun.
4: I brought one of those,
1: like, portable
4: changing, like,
1: stalls. Mm. Oh, yeah. Spins yeah, in, like, just stripes. those tiny... Those tiny swim trunks. Speedo. It's like square cut. Not a speedo, but like oh, the square oh. cut trunks or whatever. I
2: feel like DeAndra is fully normal dress, just sitting <laughs>
1: yeah. in just directly in the sand, <laughs> drinking whiskey Sleeping the other in bottle. sand, no. holding she's
0: just in the water fully clothed. Except <laughs> <just laughs> <in laughs> of
4: whiskey, she has a tropical beverage.
2: <laughs> she's got her gun yeah, yeah. like on her head so it doesn't get wet.
4: <laughs> yes. But
0: she won't like Cigarette not hand not have in the it. air.
4: Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs>
0: And and how about that recap, Matthew? Why don't you hit us up?
4: Well, let me tell you. On the last episode of Vanguard of the Veil, in a flashback to 1976, we see Professor Gunderson as a student at the Maryland Institute for Technicians, or MIT, where he is offered the opportunity to join a special program called the League of Pernicious Academia under the tutelage of his anatomy professor, Stellan Stobieski. He is told he would need to provide his own test subjects. In the modern day, after taking care of necroexorcist the Navorub, the hunters recover and catch up on life. Artemisia, having self-admitted to the Jared Leto Psychiatric Hospital for Revitalizing Behavior, stumbles upon a mystery where a body of a child was found at the hospital to have been exsanguinated. She's able to call, uh, get a call to Gunderson to fill him in on what she's witnessed, noting that her doctor is none other than Stellen Storbejewski. Uh, we learn that Stovieski's background as an occultist in demonology, and that he is essentially the Lex Luthor of the League of Pernicious Academia. Gunderson feels like something even worse than vampires is afoot. The hunters go to the Jared Leto Psychiatric Hospital for Revitalizing Behavior to get Artemisia and learn more about what's going on. They're able to get there, stealth their way around, find Artemisia just as her friend Evan is defacing himself. Literally.
0: So we find ourselves in the hallway of the Jared Leto Psychiatric Facility of Revitalizing Behaviors. Artemisia, in front of you, is standing Evan, a friend you have made over the last couple of days of staying here in this hospital, and he is currently holding a pair of scissors that is dripping with blood. His face is just marked up from these scissors. And he looks at you and says we need to get out of here but that moment of clarity within his eyes is now gone and you don't recognize this evan anymore and with a loud scream he starts lunging towards you with a pair of scissors aimed at your heart act under pressure yes josh So, like,
1: me and and, uh, the Gunderman, we walked in here and saw this.
0: (laughs) So you don't see what's happening, but you see Artemisia. You can see her body is, like, trembling, and you hear her kind of react as this person, like, in front of her. Like, she is kind of, like, blocking the view of this person. Uh But if you would like, you can utilize your uh, ability to protect somebody.
1: Sure. I am gonna... Well, I mean, I'm really far away. Right? Is the thing. I'm, like, down the hall.
2: Will it help if I let you know that I rolled a three?
1: <laughs> well, For I mean, I was gonna help purposes,
2: regardless. It's about to get worse. True that. I mean, I'm just far
1: away. Besides,
2: I, I get experience. You
1: do get an experience. That's like I... Yes. ...am also going to do something that might get me experience. I want sure. to use magic, oh. but I can't find the damn thing that gives me the specifics on it. So I'm just gonna, it's real weird, right? That is correct. So here's the deal. I have a two parental figures, or two figures that I see as parental figures in my immediate life right now. One is Deandra, The other <laughs> is Gunderdaddy. <laughs> a man of science so i (laughs) attempting to be a man of science am going to think i can't run over there that fast i probably can i can't run over there that fast but maybe if i if i do something strong enough it'll knock the dude away okay so i am going to roll magic
2: i have the uh use magic thing open
1: to blow this dude up and by blow him up i mean knock him away
0: so just so you know there are effects specifically that i think would apply to what you're trying to do do one thing that is beyond human limitation yes or trap a specific person minion or monster i think both of those would suit well for you
1: i'm gonna do something above human limitation by you're trying to like
0: in him i'm
1: going to kick the air so hard that it knocks him away
0: <laughs> okay yes. so like air force pressure yes. right yeah
1: like i'm gonna use my uh ridiculous strength to do this we hope so
0: you're an airbender now Fishman
1: karate. Let's see what the dice say, right? (laughs)
0: Fishman
1: is a master. Oh my God. And it's weird, right? Yes. Beach, I rolled a 10 minus one nine, girl. Hell yeah.
0: (laughs) (laughs) So you are partially successful. Okay. So as this all plays out, um, Artemisia goes to like throw uh, her hand up to kind of block the lunging a pair of scissors that are coming towards her. She topples over backwards at the same time spin, knowing that he would not be able to run there in time to save Artemisia for just from the inner energies is going to kick as hard as possible and will throw kind of like just energy, you know, his chi out <laughs> into the air and will try to kick uh, this assailant. Artemisia, you fall backwards. There is a sense of what you believe is pain in your hand, and you immediately grab it. You, you. have your other hand kind of grasping your hand. You hear spin behind you. You didn't realize they were already here, and you hear him kind of make this hi as he kicks out into the air. But in front of you, Evan, is gone you are standing or sitting in the center of this hallway and spin whether your kick was so forceful that you just obliterated this person (laughs) into just air particles or maybe there was nobody there to begin with and you were just reacting off of artemisia's reaction artemisia you look down upon your hands there is no wound the pain is a weird phantom you're not sure if you truly experienced what just happened or if it was all just a part of your mind. When you sit there, your hands are shaking.
2: Okay, I have a, I have a Steph question first. Go so ahead. This is me, this is not our... Okay, so I, I, do I believe that what I saw was real or I'm now realizing that it probably wasn't real?
0: So you probably believe what you saw was not real. You know, it was... Real, it was lifelike until it in was in the moment. Correct, until you looked at your hand, everything felt real. And then once you saw that there was no wound where you took a wound, and that this person wasn't on top of you, you realize now: Did I just hallucinate this? Was this all just a figment of my imagination?
2: So in that case, so she would like scrambled to her feet. She's like, "I've heard that high yeah, before. I know where it's coming from." Like, like head down the hall. I assume I see Spin. Yeah. Okay, okay. yeah.
0: And gunners. Like,
2: yeah. Like, run down the hall, like, <clears throat> you, you guys, you gotta get me out of here. They're, they're putting drugs in the water. They're, they're making me see things. Uh, there's vampires, and now there's, I don't know, I, There there's illusionary best friends, are you guys real? And I start poking all of them to like see if they're real.
0: The two of you look upon Artemisia. She is wearing what looks like the garb of, you know, a hospital. Um, she is wild-eyed and is talking quickly and erratically and is just jabbing her finger into the two of you, uh, almost comically trying to see if you are real or not.
4: I can assure you this artificial, that I am not a figment of your imagination. Behold, your homework.
2: That is just what an imaginary Gunderson would say.
4: It oh, wow. is not pre-filled out. <laughs> yeah. I <laughs> I don't know what to do to assist you in this situation.
2: Can I try to grab out Deandra's gun?
4: She's not but there. Deandra's, Deandra's downstairs. not there. Oh, right, she is, she's not there. Yes. Okay, okay, okay. Have, having right. failed to put it in the recap, she That's is fine. currently distracting security oh, yes. by, uh, <laughs> explaining how Carson Daly is behind demonic messaging and music <laughs> through MTV reality shows. Alex, would you like to list off those reality shows?
3: Oh, yeah, sure. Um, Teen Mom, Catfish, The Jersey Shore, uh, Ridiculousness, and The Real World Road Rules Challenge. A fist Thank
1: you. Of the, the fist. The demonology.
2: <laughs> okay, um, alright, so she's... Okay, she's not in her right mind, so Artemisia... So, I... Uh, I would like to... Try to find something that I can use as a weapon in this like hallway.
0: I mean, you find uh, what look like very light aluminum crutches. Um, you know, with with maybe a little work, you might be able to pull apart. You know, these like chairs, but they're like metal, okay. so you Perfect. have to like. Yeah, yeah. I will
2: grab a, a single crutch and like hold it like a baseball bat, and be like. You have to tell me if you're not real. Otherwise, it's entrapment.
4: Uh, I'm real. So you you want us to tell you if we are not real, and if we are real, what would you like us to do?
2: Uh, I, uh, I don't know. Are you here to help me with the vampires?
4: Because well, now there's I drugs in the water did too. Did make this Constantine-style cross gun.
1: Should we? That's should we too. escape? question mark it says Uh, not until we've
4: dealt with sobieski your your doctor wait what he's a fiend he's okay a mastermind beyond compare
2: Keeps trying to give me pills but i keep swallowing the prescriptions, so i haven't actually been on any drugs which is why i think they put them in the water so now they made me see that my friend uh was cutting his face up but then he wasn't real but are maybe he is real and he's just not? like having a nap right now or something.
4: Did we 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 saw the the boy with the scissors? You guys did not. Oh. Okay. Oh, wait. Wait, so what did Spin do?
0: So you were watching Artemisia's body, like the back of her body, as she was reacting to something that was happening in front of her. She then like shrieks as this person lunges towards her, but you did not see it.
1: I just so I reacted to if, if Deandra, or not Deandra, if Artemisia is acting in such a way, something is coming at her, and so Correct. I did a thing. Got it. Sick. Correct. Easy. Um, do we need to deal with the fiend now while Artemisia is like this, gestures?
4: I would like to read a bad situation. Okay. Please do so.
2: Do you hear that? Do you hear the train?
4: That there's is no, of your imagination. There's absolutely no train noise. <laughs> Uh, There's a train coming. Read about situation is sharp. Sure. Hey, good thing I leveled that up. That is a ten even.
0: Okay, you can hold three.
4: Oh, that's so, that's so much. How's Okay, here we go. Are there any dangers we haven't noticed?
0: Uh, yes. There are... There is a, a big danger here, and I mean in, in a way you have noticed it but you are unable to <clears throat> understand what that danger is other than the fact that your old colleague is here. What's my best way out? (laughs) There are only two ways out uh, of this facility. The way you came in, or you would have to assume that Professor Sobieski has another way out as well.
4: I'm going to hold that last one and put that in my pocket for later. A spin. I believe that we're in too deep at the moment. If we wanted to leave, This might be our only opportunity, however, I sense that we've already been discovered.
2: I have a question.
4: Huh? Yes, you in the back.
2: Um, is Deandra real? Or did I imagine her?
4: She's very real. She's having a pointed conversation with the staff of this facility on the merits of daily carcinogens or something.
2: That sounds like my imagination of her.
0: As you say that, the camera pans past the double door that Gunderson and Spin came through. It goes back into the front foyer of this facility as we see Deandra regaling the nurses and the orderlies uh, as she continues to explain uh, the conspiracy theory about reality TV stars. At that point, a doctor walked into the back of the reception room uh, and is staring at the pinned up uh, magazine uh, pages that DeAndre put <laughs> up as she started drawing feverishly all over it making connections which almost look like a symbol she is creating almost maybe like a pentagram in between like the seven pages pinned to this wall as she continues on with her explanation about Carson Daly and his cabal of reality <laughs> TV show hosts. Yes.
3: Yeah, so he walks into the room, he's just looking at me?
0: Ah, uh, you must be one of the... Uh, you're accepting more people today. You are turning yourself in, I believe. Oh, uh... Well, I just wanted to... I just was looking for someone to talk to. But this is quite interesting. I don't know if you have anything more to say uh, upon this topic. I, I'm i intrigued.
3: Oh. I, I mean... I have a lot more to say about a lot of topics. What, what's the food like
1: here?
0: Well, I feel that we have a uh, top of the line facility as we are funded by a philanthropist. I don't know if you know him, uh, Jared Leto. <sighs> nope. Never heard okay, of him. Grades. Well, you know, our food, I would say is comparable to uh, any facility within our industry and uh, I'm going to need you to act under pressure.
3: Okay, I will act under pressure. Uh,
0: Ah, acting under pressure. I got a 10. Okay, so you can see that he is trying to distract you and kind of continue a conversation. And at the last moment, you catch a glimpse of like three orderlies and one of them is holding a syringe, and two of them are kind of coming up along the side of you to try to, like, get a hold of you.
3: Okay. Now, Bad move. Look, um, I'm sorry, what's, what's your name? My name? Um, I'm going to, like, quick draw and try to shoot him and go, black, black. <laughs> You're going to shoot him? The, this, uh, this is the guy that, uh, um... Gunderson was telling us about, right? I mean, right? you
0: have no idea. He hasn't introduced himself. He's just a doctor that walked into the reception room.
3: Okay. Okay, okay. So it's just a random so doctor. There just was a, a moment
0: I, where there was recognition as Gunderson went into the doorway, but there was no communication mm. between the two
3: gotcha okay all right so I'm not you sure percent um, if I'm not sure it's the dude I'm not gonna okay. shoot him but what I will do I will still pull out my gun and fire into the air like signaling to the the group that there's issues happening
0: okay so are you okay um, is this gonna be like a manipulate someone or it is
4: our unofficial signal yeah it's, <laughs> flat, it's and shooting into the sky <laughs> yeah that's
1: that's how you get us
3: <laughs> um Oh, gosh. So, like, what would I roll to, like, try to, like, distract, get away, or intimidate?
0: Uh, Either manipulate someone or read a bad situation, okay. I guess.
3: Okay, I will, um, I, I guess I'll man- try to manipulate them into, like, backing off by, like, intimidate, like, brandishing a weapon. <laughs> okay, so uh, I will do that.
0: Oh, uh, I got a six. Okay, now in in the term brandishing, do you actually fire it or do you just brandish? I, I will
3: I will fire okay. it once, yes, because I'm trying to get a signal out to the rest of the group as well. Um, but yes, I'm I'm being the biggest distraction as I can <laughs> at the moment. But um, yeah, I will fire it once. So
0: you you fire off your pistol, but you were unsuccessful in your attempt to manipulate someone. You roll the six, the, the three orderlies just jump on you, and they have you pinned to the ground, and you feel what is like a syringe stab uh, into the back of your neck. And you start to Oof. fade away. The last thing that you see uh, is the face of this professor looking over at you standing next to the diagram, and he starts to just kind of like trace like his finger over the symbols that you have drawn over the different reality stars with carson Daly in the center and says go ahead and take her into my office we will uh, continue this conversation privately and that is the last thing you recall Artemisia, Spin, Gunderson, you hear gunshot. We hear blap, blap. Yeah, you hear blap, <laughs> blap. A single blap.
1: Spin will immediately run to the last known DeAndre location.
0: I want you to act under pressure.
2: <laughs> you always want me to do something. Artemisia will point like, down the empty hallway and be like, we can't go that way, it's full of bees.
0: Se- seven? Okay, so you're partially successful. As you just burst into a sprint, you blast the doors open. They have these panic bars on them that you push in, and uh, they swing wide open. And you can see, like, Deandra's legs being pulled into a hallway. There's a couple of orderlies, and there is a uh, what looks like a doctor, maybe two more orderlies. Couple of nurses and they're all staring at you, coming in from the ward where they hold most of their patients. And the doctor's like, uh, "I'm sorry, where did you just come from?"
1: Spin says, confusedly, "Outside." And
0: well, that can't be. You just came from the inside, my friend. It looks like you might be confused. It might be good that you stay inside for a while. And you can see like the orderlies, and they're larger men. They, you know, they look formidable. They start to kind of circle around you.
1: My goal is Deandra, so if they are trying to circle around me, I'm going to attempt to either one, kick ass to move through them, or B, whatever you want me to roll to get through them to get to Deandra.
0: Okay, um, I would say you would either you are going to have to kick ass because. Okay. You're going to have to get through the orderlies before you can get to Deandra.
1: Easy. Got it. Okay, here we go. We're beating ass. We're putting hands on people and and all of that in the name of Deandra. 10.
0: Okay. So you are successful. Um, you could choose an extra effect if you prefer, but your goal was to get through these orderlies, correct? How how do you get through these orderlies to continue your movement towards the end.
1: So, I am going to... Okay, when the orderlies are approaching me, is it... Am I anticipating they're going to inflict violence upon me, or are they just going to try to grab me?
0: Oh, I don't think you're anticipating violence at... I mean, you might be. Uh, you just... There, a crazy event just happened with Artemisia, where... She was reacting to some something that wasn't there, and then you just saw DeAndra being kind of like dragged away, so you have to assume maybe some harm had come to her, but they're just like hands out, kind of like in a calming motion, and they're Got just it. like, hey, hey, I think you're having a, a psychotic reaction right now, so- we need to just all calm down, and let's just take a breath, the doctor will talk to you, and he'll help you out, There's no need for any kind of violence.
1: Okay, so then I will not inflict violence upon them, but I will um, move very quickly through them. They probably are, like, doing the arm, Like, you're doing arms out thing, like you're saying, and all of that, and then as they're talking, it's like there's a blip, and I'm not really there, and they're just kind of knocked back while I, like, burst through two of them to get to...
0: But well, you Deandra. do, like, hit them.
1: At second, yeah, like I'm right? pushing through them. I'm not gonna like. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I'm just not going to like. Att- I'm not attempting to like damage them. I'm just going to kind of move them out of my way so that I can keep going, <laughs> but very quickly.
0: And you do so, but in your haste, in your desire to cap, like catch up with Deandra. You, without regard, just kind of toss these orderlies off to the side and you forget sometimes that you are much more powerful, yeah. you have more strength than you realize. One of the orderlies collides with the wall, his head cracks against the wall and just kind of drops to the ground. There's no blood, but he is knocked out. The other orderly kind of just falls over and at this point the doctor is like, well Linda, call the police and you see a nurse kind of heading to the reception phone and she is more than likely calling the police. And the doctor is just like, hands up, like backing away from you like, hey look, like there's, I don't know what you think you're doing here, but this is a facility where we help people with mental illness. And I don't think you understand what it is that you're doing. Do you know what it is that you're doing? What are you doing here? What what is the purpose?
1: To get her. As I am moving towards Deandra to get Deandra. <laughs> I'm like barely hearing him as I'm like where is Deandra at? I'm going to get. <laughs> and
0: Deandra. he keeps talking to you and he's like, "Hey, like she has admitted herself." You understand that, right? Like do you understand that you are going to be arrested if you continue to do this? Uh the police are on their way.
2: Can me, can me Gundy have showed up at this point. Absolutely.
4: Absolutely. Oh, I was I had a lot li- I had a line to convince you to follow me.
2: <laughs> uh well, oh, what's your line? Like
4: You can choose to stay here with the phantoms in your mind, or you can follow me and I will get you a Play Doh flavored vape. Except <laughs> You know you had those kids in your class that ate Play Doh growing up.
2: <laughs> I I do wanna cast magic. I wanna try so one of the magic things is communicate with something you do not share a language with. I would like to try to talk to the bees and try to get them to uh, find my friends.
0: Okay.
4: The bees. There are no bees, uh, right? There are <laughs> no
2: bees. I see bees. Uh, what, for
4: there are no bees. Eight plus
2: eleven is... A plus three is 11, so that's a a success.
0: So the bees start to kind of move in a hive-like manner around you, Mm -hmm. and they start to create a shape that looks like an arrow and then moves in singular pattern as a group with this arrow towards the doorway and into the front entrance.
2: The bees are saying to go this way. Let's go.
0: And the two of you enter into this front room Uh, You can see Spin just throw a man up against the wall as it collides. Another man is dropped to the ground, and the doctor is calmly talking to him. Without any regard, Spin just kind of continues walking down this hallway where you don't see anything else.
4: Do I recognize the doctor?
0: You don't, actually. This is not the same doctor you saw in the reception room. This is a doctor in the entranceway, which is... The, the reception room is in the way, but he just seems like a routine doctor. Bees, protect spin! Artemisia, you, you are not well, and, and sir, I don't recognize who you are. What is it that you're doing in this facility? And don't listen to him, he's not real!
4: I'm a doctor. In fact, I am her doctor. Oh, and geez. also his doctor. And also the other woman's doctor. Where did... Where did the other one go? I see her handiwork here on the wall, but I don't see her.
0: She admitted herself she is being given treatment. She is being brought to her room. The police are coming, by the way. Your she is not allowed patient. to admit
4: herself.
1: She is under my care. Yeah, you just hear, no paperwork. I'm channeling Deandra. There's no paper. She didn't sign nothing. That I'm doesn't as
0: sound like Deandra.
2: Deandra. Even if I did make her up, that doesn't sound like something she would do.
0: He starts to kind of kneel down next to the orderly... Uh, that had been knocked unconscious. He's like, I don't know what you think you're doing here, but your patient just attacked this man, and he is unconscious, and the police are coming.
4: That sounds like her. I
0: think it would be best if you turned yourself in. Why would I do that? Because your other patient brandished a weapon and shot a gun within this facility and could have possibly harmed innocent people. And we already know your other patient has already attacked one of our orderlies. And, well, Artemisia here has been with us for this last week, and we can clearly see.
4: I will straighten my bow tie. I will walk past him and say, that doesn't sound like I committed a crime. Sir,
0: you are not (laughs) welcome in this facility.
2: He's either not real or he's a vampire. Either way, let's go find Deandra.
0: And he will not prevent you from walking, continuing because I have my bee protectors. Do I find Deandra? Not yet. So you actually come into the hallway and there are several rooms, a lot of rooms. And you start to... Do you you just start opening doors and just kind of looking for her?
4: Do we not see, like, a group of orderlies carrying a person? Oh, no,
1: no. Yeah, ooh, hmm. Is there an easier way to do that? Maybe I can These could find her.
4: What's DeAndre's ringtone on her phone?
1: Hey, listen, Fred, I'm gonna I'm gonna investigate a mystery, Fred. Okay. Oh, I'm okay. channeling my DeAndre oh, now. Spin. It's the, the X-Files moves. theme song though, right? It's yes. Yes. The X-Files theme plays in my brain as I like narrow my eyes. Like oh, it's what like would DeAndre's De- it's, it's the Who's Who's watching you. Yeah, and I'm like, what would DeAndre <laughs> do in this situation? The other parental figure.
0: Oh we'll fucking see. We got a six you start to open every single door in the hallway in your rapid pursuit of finding this need to find Deandra. You are kind of like the protector, and not being able to see where she went has you feeling a certain way. But as you furiously rip open doors in this hallway, the camera continues to pan and take a corner down a different hallway, and we find ourselves in a room which kind of looks like an office. Um, it has bookcases lining the walls with really old, well-bound books. There's a mahogany and oak executive desk. There's a bust of what looks like the Veiled Maiden, maiden made out of marble. And you have a DeAndre who is currently half asleep, half awake, drugged, sitting in a chair and before her is the Professor Sobieski, or we should say Dr. Sobieski, and he is kind of talking to you, Are How are you? Are you able to understand? You Are you able to fight off the medicine that they gave you?
3: Uh, do I need to make a roll? There's no real role for that. I understand what he's saying. Right. And I and I can respond, but like I'm waiting to hear what he says before I and, and do.
0: You're probably in more control of your facilities, your faculties than you're letting off. You're kind of maybe pretending that you're a little bit more affected than you are. Somebody who is constantly—I
1: was going to say—under
0: <laughs> the influence of alcohol. I, was, I feel like DeAndre should have a circumstantial resistance a here. A lot more <laughs> to <all> this <laughs> kind of stuff. As he's talking to you, it almost sounds like he's speaking another language. And he says, and invertita." Do you know what that means? Ah, uh, is it? You know, no. It is okay. It is. Do not struggle. You will only hurt yourself it is latin for we strive oh. for the forbidden and always desire oh. what is denied you know that is what uh, demonology teaches us oh. yes that uh we you and i we are just caterpillars you know humanity the christmas we are just truly waiting for evolution to a true form and demonic position it is truly the butterfly from the other. What, what kind, what kind of cult are you with? Uh, Cults, no. What? No, it is, it is a belief. Mm. It is a way of life. Oh. Okay. See, what you have to understand is, you are naive, selfish. You have no idea what you have on this side. You have life. You have love. You indulge. Whatever you want, in any way you want, without any true consequences. Do you know how long it has taken me to overcome this meat puppet I am in?
3: Uh, uh judged by your grays, I'd say about 60, 70 years.
0: Well, this has been a very many years since I have been able to take over this one, but you have to understand that. Your bodies, they are so fragile. They don't last very long. And then we need to find another to take over.
3: Oh, wait, okay. You're like a body hoppy. You're body hopping. I uh, will,
0: yes. For, for lack of a scientific term. Oh, uh, yes. We do hop from body to body as we possess you.
3: Got it. Picking it up. I'm picking it up. Yes, I'm
0: glad you are. Because you'll be picking me up here in a little bit. And as he kind of whoa, like whoa, buddy. comes into your space, you start to see that like the skin is like sagging and the face is just like sloughing off of him. And you realize that there is like something under you're you're not sure. Is this like a prosthetic, a mask? Is is this man's face skin just peeling off you have no idea what's going on and you think the drugs are incredibly affecting your ability to understand (laughs) what is going on and just as you are about to react the camera pans back over to gunderson spin and Artemisia. the three of you are furiously looking at rooms there is like people watching you from like down the hallway but They have no idea what to do with you. Obviously, you are dangerous, and they are probably waiting for the police to show up. They are not well-suited for this situation, especially the way Spin handled uh, that orderly. Um, What do the three of you do? Do you continue to look for DeAndra?
4: Yes, and I would also like to grab a stethoscope from somewhere as we walk past, as we're walking around and just put it around my neck so that i can
1: just say that i'm a doctor <laughs> it's the quintessential tool that i must have here's the thing i'm not worried about the police because this place sounds like it's in the bad part of town and the cops don't come out here like that so we probably get at least <laughs> 45 50 minutes i'm not stressed i'm just gonna keep speed running yeah. these doors
0: okay so you still have a read bass situation holds uh, Gunderson, you can use that. Um, Artemisia has not investigated a mystery yet, so you still have that. Um, or uh, you guys can just kind of take the time to continue to thoroughly go through uh, every single room until you find Deandra. Yeah, I
2: mean, I'll investigate a mystery. Yeah, because I'll get the bees Wait, to help me.
0: Who's 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 got the better roll? You both can do. Oh, okay.
4: Uh, I
2: rolled not really good. well, so I got a twelve.
0: Okay, I I did not roll very well. So you could ask me any two questions.
2: Okay. I, I never do this because usually DeAndre does <laughs> Now, the problem is, is that Artemisia doesn't necessarily... I guess uh, she... Gunderson mentioned that we were going to go to try to find Sobieski. So there is something in her brain that thinks that, like, that might be the problem. Sure. So, okay. So, yeah,
4: I'll be like, where did it go? Okay. Presumably she's been to his office?
0: Yes. And you, you know that... If Sobieski were to have one-on-ones, it would be in his office. So you have a good feeling that they are in the doctor's office. Would you like to use another question or hold on to it? I will hold on to it. Okay. So as you kind of put two and two together and realize that you're looking for DeAndra and that the doctor, Sobieski, more than likely has her, you immediately tell Gunderson and Spin, I know where the doctor's office is. And you start to lead them. Towards uh, the doctor's office. You come to the doorway, you open the door, and within you see a kind of almost slumped over Deandra sitting in a chair. And standing in front of uh, the uh, chair is Dr. Sobieski with a grotesque visage of just skin starting to just kind of sag in an almost like unnatural way from its face as if he is just aging rapidly. The skin is just loosening and just like hanging from the bone of his face. Oh, great. Artemisia, you are just in time. Come join us. I would I like was... to
2: immediately use my held question to ask what sort of creature this is. <laughs> I um, immediately
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you, did something you else. are positive that this person is probably a victim of a demonic possession. There is a demon about to emerge from the skin bodysuit that it's wearing. And you realize now that this facility has been, been run by this demon. Please come in. We're about to give uh, DeAndre He's a
4: demon! Fre- Fred, can I use my last read a bad situation hold? Absolutely. Uh, what's the best way to protect <laughs> the victims?
0: Oh, well, um... As you know, demons, uh, they probably you're gonna need to use some kind of magic to protect them from it. Um, and then you're gonna probably have to figure out how to kill it, um, uh, which you haven't learned yet either from either of your investigative mysteries.
1: May I uh in- may I uh, uh, uh instinctively protect Deandra?
0: Yeah, so, as you kind of, like, realize what's happening, and you move into action, you have already heard, like, the latter half of the conversation that he was having with Deandra, you know, talking about, you know, the, the possession and uh, the other, and he goes, It wasn't until you weakened him, Genderson, that I was finally able to convince him to give it to me fully. I have you to thank for that. And you realize this is no longer Stellan Sobieski. He is not the academic professor that you learned from. You realize now, after you left him for dead, that he must have finally succumbed to demonic possession to survive. And that is how he is still here. There was no way he could have survived the incident that you had left him in. And now he is just a shell. Uh, a vessel uh, for this demon, and it is much worse than you realized. You are not going up against Stellan. You are going up against some demon that he had probably some dealings with. And it is much worse. Spin, you you jump into action, and you immediately uh, inject yourself in between the two of them. Um, You don't put your hands on this person, but just the fear, the, the pure inertia and speed of which you kind of plant yourself in front of Deandra. like the, 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 the move, the wind just rips the face off of the professor. And in front of you, you start to see like, at first it's just like a red mess. But then you start to see these features coming out from below the, the viscera, underneath the viscera. And the, the face, the body, the skin, everything starts to tear and you just hear this like unnatural popping and crunching noise as like this demon is just bursting out of the skin shell of this professor. And you are just like pelted with like bits of loose skin and blood and muscle. And this thing gets bigger and bigger and bigger and you kind of see it at its full glory as it stands easily two and a half feet taller than you and it is just gargantuan and it has all of the quintessential features horns protruding sharp teeth this kind of red almost purplish skin and just
4: really a, sexy a
0: muscular physique that just
4: <laughs> glistening
0: glistening with blood and viscera of its meat puppet as it just sloughs onto the ground
4: Go hoops. how's the
0: hog oh humongous like uncut like a baby arm holding an apple <laughs> covered, in covered in blood tiniest <laughs> balls you've ever seen <laughs> what do you say Spin, Deandra, Gunderson, Artemisia.
1: Spin is screaming the whole time. He's just (laughs) high pitched screaming. (laughs) Like, this is like. (laughs) Spin's MO is body reacts, Spin's brain has to catch up. So (laughs) as Spin dives in, like you're saying, his body is in go mode, his brain is in scream.
0: (laughs) Yeah, <laughs> you you don't realize like what you have put yourself in front of, and now you are panicking.
1: I did roll a twelve on my protect someone.
0: Okay, I will keep that in mind. Gunderson, Deandra, any words or thoughts?
3: I'm, I'm not tied down, am no. I? I'm just I was just kind of slumped yeah, in the chair.
0: You, you, honestly, you literally have like a minus one ongoing. So like you're affected, but you are like unnaturally well tempered for being under the influence because literally probably 95% of your time conscious is under the influence you know what i'm saying so you're just used to this like foggy haze
3: so i see this demon spring forth from the body um i'm going to like kind of push myself backward Cause it was like right in front and of me, right? And now Spin
0: is in front of you, but you're in a chair behind Spin, and that demon is in front of right.
3: Spin. Right. I, I want to kind of like tip the chair backwards so like I fall okay. onto my back and then scurry and then it's kind of scurry away from, sure. from the demon. Um, do I do I see? Was the demon between Gunderson and I?
0: No, Gunderson is like behind you in the hallway.
3: Okay, so I'm gonna scurry back towards
4: Gunderson and um. Artemisia.
0: You do so. Gunderson, everybody else has done something.
4: Sobieski's biggest failing was that he didn't think that he could summon a fiend more devious than he was. Uh, I will draw my Constantine-style cross gun. Okay. <laughs> However, I will investigate
0: a mystery. <laughs> okay, so you're not going to shoot him. I thought you no, just I'm, did I'm, investigate a mystery. I did bad. Yes, that's you He in really a bad situation. So you're not going to be able to do it again. I will shoot him with magic okay got it so you're going to use magic
4: Sorry, i'm shooting him with science okay christian science is what i do <laughs> but are you going
0: to- <laughs> christian science. Okay, but I, have, I have to ask are you going to kick some ass or use magic
4: i'm using magic okay which it, for me is my my use magic is, is, science. is
0: science yeah okay, okay all right so that was uh that's an eight okay so you are partially successful what does this gun do
4: uh, well, I am glad you asked. Uh, it doesn't shoot crosses, it just happens to be in the shape of a cross to enable its magnetic field to generate a pulse of radiant light. Some would call it holy, perhaps. Okay. And I would like to do it upon this being.
0: And what is the, the damage threshold?
4: Technically, uh, it's one. Okay. And it, it, it ignores armor and is obvious.
0: Okay. Now, um, so then I need you to also kind of, like, choose something for me uh, in a sense of a glitch. Does it attack you? Does it do something else?
4: Oh, well, obviously the magic draws immediate unwelcome attention.
0: Okay, yeah. So um, as your gun just inflicts damage onto this demon uh, who you once knew as the uh, Professor Stellan Sobieski, um, it... The the light strikes it and it looks like it does damage to it, but maybe there was some kind of side effect because he is no longer there. And you just feel this like intense heat behind you, and you are immediately like blinding, fiery pain just bursts out of your stomach. And you look down and you see this like spearhead come out from inside of you and you're just looking down as it then retracts back out of your body and you take three points of damage uh, from this spear wound of this creature.
4: Is this Andy's (laughs) spear? It
0: could be, who knows. Uh
4: How how much damage did I take? Three damage. Three Three
0: Um. Okay. I think you were at zero, right? I was at
4: one, so I'm at four now.
0: Okay. So you are going to take a minus one ongoing as a debilitating uh, wound is shown up in your kind of like abdomen area. Any more damage, then you will. Uh, I'm
1: going to get the damage. Don't <laughs> worry. <laughs> Not if I have anything to do with it. You little shit.
0: And as as he as he pulls a spear out of your body, he says, Rude. Professor Gunderson, it's... well." It is not your body I am here for. Uh, I don't think it is of any of those except for the one that I am interested in. As you see, I have been preparing Aunt niu this last week. For she is special, and I believe her body will be well suited to endure my entrance. And with that, is where we're going to call it. Hey everyone, I just want to say thank you so much for listening to our new Geekly Inc. project, Vanguard of the Vale. If you're interested in learning more about our podcast, follow us on Twitter at VanguardVeil. If you want to hear more shows like ours, then check out Cthulhu and Friends and Greeting Adventurers, which is a part of the Geekly Inc. network. If you want to follow the people that creates this show, you can follow the keeper, Fred, at I Think I'm Fred. Professor Gunderson is played by Matthew at Matthew M. Morris. DeAndra is played by Alex at Happy Puke. Spin is played by Josh at Josketh. Artemisia is played by Steph at O Kingston. Our show is also edited and produced by Kieran at Mr. K underscore Bennett, and all music and sound effects are courtesy of Epidemic Sounds.